0: Hey everyone, welcome to the fourth season of Professional Pharmacist. I'm your host, Lisa Purdy. I'm a professional development practitioner in the Midwest who loves to share my experiences to all of you, hoping to grow your leadership and abilities to grow your team. Last week, we talked about the year of resignation, kind of a thick topic to start with on for a brand new season, don't you think? Well, today, I want to follow that up with a bunch of hope. On the flip side of losing some amazing talent, this is also the opportunity you need to bring in new talent that is ready and hungry to try and do great things. If this year you were able to start thinking about and even prepare for succession planning, this is the time to use those skills. You may find some leadership roles needing to be filled in. Who on your team has earned a right to be considered? Has anyone in your informal leadership group shown the grit needed to take on the new role you now have available? What if you looked around and realized that there was a need to build a team lead into the program? So, maybe not a manager, but someone just above regular staff who continues to grow as a leader, taking on projects and run a few things that would actually alleviate your burdens? You may want to give cons- some serious considerations into these options. Not only will it cost you less to fill in a role that is and internal fulfillment. You also gain a larger base of trust within your department. So in other words, if you have a leadership position that you are filling with internal candidates, you're going to fill that a lot in a much more cheaper way than if you were to go externally. Now also, if you look at your workflow and you start identifying some gaps, it may be a good opportunity to create a position that would give more of a leadership step for people that could alleviate things. I hope that makes sense. Your team will also take you seriously that there is actually opportunity to grow by seeing you do this. They will feel you actually investing into them and those honors to be raised up should be obvious fit. So not people that others will come in and complain about as soon as you announce it. There should be something about this transition that just makes sense. If you have been preparing them and giving them opportunities along the way that really showcases their skill sets, this shouldn't be an issue. Even if there is not a qualified option in your department, you can seek within your organization and then go external, but take your time. You want the right people in the seats and not just anyone. So now that you have them, what do you need now? First of all, prepare the onboarding and making sure that they're ready for the new role. So think through what they'll need. Build out a toolkit of things to be aware of, people to meet, contacts, classes they should go to. Even draft a loose schedule with various meet and greets with key stakeholders. You want to create an e-access file. This is a packet of information specific to your company and your department. So you want to prepare what they need step by step that will give them access to things that they need to hit the ground running. Make sure their badges are up to date and that their parking passes make sense, if that's applicable, if they're internal, make sure that all of it's updated. If they're brand new, you need to have those items ready to go on day one. And then think through what will make this transition the easiest thing possible. So I recommend that day that they first come in be an acclimation day. So in other words, meet with the department, see key stakeholders that they haven't met them before or interacted with them before. Take time to thoroughly give them e-access sessions like, you know, do they have certain passwords that they have to create? Are there certain programs that they have to have access to? Make sure you take the time that first day to kind of get all the bugs out and really take the time to clean that stuff up and be ready to go. Show them the campus if they're not familiar with them and then give them space to take in their environment and set things up appropriately the way they want. So maybe they have a QB, maybe they have an office. If they don't have those things at all, get them acclimated with their locker or where the break rooms are, show them the bathrooms and all the food options because that's important to people to feel welcomed. Everything you're doing right now is going to help you help them be successful. You're really helping them ease into the position so that when they think about at the end of the week when they're talking to their friends and their family about their first week at their new job, you want them to be like, Man, I'm so grateful I signed my contract with that company. I'm so grateful I took on that new leadership role. I'm so grateful that they were so prepared for me and that they thought about even the details. The last thing you need is for them to feel like you just threw them in to sink (laughs) and hope that they were going to float. You want them to be excited to be there and feel welcomed. These same nuggets are true to any new hire, not just leadership. Right now, we are all having difficulty getting great workers into the door. So when you do get one, you want to make sure that this is the one place that will take care of them when everyone else is barely holding on. Take the time to prepare for the new employee. Connect with your trainers. Have a game plan. Schedule things out and have contingency plans for call outs. It happens. We pull staff all the time. Have an ease in day for e-access and getting comfortable with where to find things. Have their badge and their parking. These little things help alleviate concerns and anxieties. Then touch base with your new hire every week or two. Make sure that they know where to find you, but also be intentional to make sure that they are having and getting everything that they need. And then at your 30-day check-in, make sure you're getting a sense of what has been going well and what hasn't. Are there certain trainers that the new hires learn best from? Maybe you can coordinate their schedules to be there with each other more. Are there areas the new hire wants additional time in? Make it a safe place for honest feedback. Then ask them about what they want in the next year. Is there a role that they have their eye on to try? Is there a comfort level that they want to achieve? I highly suggest creating transition to practice courses for new hires, but I understand not everyone has that bandwidth. For anyone that hasn't heard me speak about these, these classes are designed as cohorting new hires. So people hired around the same time You get them together. They get to know each other better. They build that camaraderie. but then they also learn about concepts and resources and soft skills that will really serve them in their roles. Think stress management and difficult conversations. At the very least, be transparent with your new hire. Show them the life event curve that the psychologists in the 70s made. So look up Hobson, Hayes, and Adams. They showed everyone how they flow through life events emotionally. So the first few months, you're on your honeymoon phase, filled with excitement. Then around the time that training wraps up, there's this lack of uncertainty and confusion until eventually you find yourself into this crisis where you have a choice to make. You either quit, not realizing you're going to restart that whole cycle over again, or you can take a breath. You learn, you grow, you accept until eventually you find your new confidence. By sharing this concept with my new hires, I've actually literally seen weights fall off their shoulders as they realize there's nothing wrong with them. It's all a normal process and we can support them through it. The biggest takeaways today is yes, you're going to see people leave. But on the flip side, you are also going to have the opportunity to move the right people into the right seats and bring them to and bring in the top talent that you've really been seeking. You know, the people who are hungry for a place who is welcoming and prepares for them and is giving them the opportunity to be their best. I know you can do it, and I know you'll be seeing amazing results. So don't worry if you don't get it figured out all right away. Even if all you can do is set up their e-access that first day and then kind of fumble through it together, it's still a win because no one is taking the time needed to truly prepare and train their new hires. I hope this content helps you out. I hope you start started to have your Your wheels start to spin with ideas. And if you have ideas working for you, message me. I'd love to hear what else is working for others. I'd also love if this content could get out to more leaders. So if you don't mind, please like and subscribe. And even share it with your friends. If there's a topic you wish that I could cover, I'd love to hear that too. Thank you all for listening to Professional Pharmacist. I'm Lisa Purdy, and you can find me on LinkedIn. Have a great day.